You're listening to Strong Woman Radio, a sanctuary free of testosterone, save for a few special guests, where ladies who like to lift heavy things can chit-chat about the struggles and success that comes with being a woman in a man-dominated sport. We welcome all listeners of all sports, be it strongman, CrossFit, Olympic lifting, or more. Please send us your own inside girl jokes or questions if you'd like to submit one through the contact form on paleoparents.com. Simply click the podcast dropdown from the top right corner and submit a question or comment under the SWR tab. While you're at it, shop on the sidebar of our blog for our favorite products and recommended partners. Now, let's get to our fearless leaders, two competitive strong women athletes who earned their invites to nationals within the first year of training for the sport. Please remember, Stacey and Vivian's banter is often mindless and should never be taken for professional medical advice. Hola. My gosh, it's been so long. For real. What you doing? You know, chilling like a villain and whatever. Do you even lift, bro? Uh, I attempted to. <laughs> did you work out today? Yeah, I did. I was at the gym today. I don't know what Adam was talking about. <laughs> no, yesterday. Oh, yesterday I was not. Adam being uh, a coach at Nova, who yeah. was there yesterday. Yeah, I never go on Saturdays, though. It's just not. Well, because I'm there like Thursday or Friday. So Saturday is my only like rest day on the weekends. Yeah. To not you be. rested yesterday. I saw you were all over Instagram resting it up. Yeah. I was, I was, <laughs> man, they made today's training like horrific. Yeah? What'd yeah. you do? Well, today, what did I do today? Shit, what did I do today? <laughs> I warmed up with squats as usual. And then um, I think I did, oh, I did duck walk. And I got up to like 240 on the duck walk. And that thing's miserable. Was it a real duck walk or the pipe thing? <laughs> it's the pipe thing. Oh, that's, yeah, that's awful. And it was like a thick pipe or whatever. So it was very interesting and painful. And I thought my insides were going to fall out of me because it just kept on stabbing into my thighs. And I was like, this is going to be a good look. <laughs> and then what else did I do after, after that? I just did, um, I did a lot of conditioning today because my body's like wrecked from these past couple weeks of just going really hard and heavy. So today was just more of like light and conditioning sort of stuff with the yoke and the farmers how's yours how was your training days um good so should probably explain to people that (laughs) (laughs) we didn't train together i actually started going to a different gym so um yeah that sucks and is awkward that we're not training together but yeah, but it almost like lights a fire under your our butts now to yeah. be like really super competitive. It's gonna get ugly, I'm sure. Oh, I don't want to get ugly. <laughs> Not in a weird way. Not in like a terrible way, but an ugly in like a man. Because yeah. today you picked up that 550, and I was like, God damn it! No, I need to get the 550 for real. Oh, and you know what? Lolly okay, so <laughs> I just, yeah, I totally, I, I totally picked up that 550 yoke, and I knew that like I shouldn't move with it because I've been, I was focusing on other things today for my programming because I have a contest Saturday. And so I don't want to like kill my CNS before I got all the training in that I needed to get in for, um, CNS being my central nervous system. Um, but I didn't want to like 
use all my strength and, and wreck my back when I knew that I really wanted to do well on the stones thing that I hadn't tried out for the contest yet. So, um, but there were a bunch of people who were doing yoke and yoke is the only thing for the contest that I didn't prep for because I have a solid yoke and I'm not worried about it. Right. So, um, they got out the yoke and the guys were practicing their weight, which was 550. And, um, it was like set up to my height. And I just said to the guy, I'm like, Hey, do you mind if I try to pick this? Yeah. And cause it's rude to like come up to someone's equipment and just like start touching it without talking and to it's them. it's awful it. too. Cause I always, feel, I like, I don't always feel bad, but sometimes I feel bad just because I know I can pick a lot of the things the guys pick up yeah and it's just like i don't want to be that dick but yeah. i just want to know for me yeah exactly so and then i hand my phone to someone and i'm like listen in the event in the unlikely event <laughs> that this gets off the ground can you just videotape it and um and it totally like it wasn't even a difficult pick for me and i could have walked with it which is awesome so that was exciting because I knew I had 500, but I haven't actually tried it. I did 480 right. for those suicides. So if I can do 480, which was like some insane amount of yardage, then I could definitely do 500 for something right. like 30, 50, or 60. But um, to know that like 550 wasn't a big deal. I mean, it was heavy. Don't, don't get me wrong. But right. like, you know, it came off the ground and it wasn't a big deal. That was super exciting. So yeah, I did that. And then I also did... Um, what else did I do today? So I did a deadlift medley. I did a log press medley Friday. Um, I did keg carry and run, which you've seen me do. Like, that's another one that I, I guess I just have really strong upper back because all the things that involve an upper back, like yoke, yeah. stones, and the keg carry um, are, are all, you know, good events for me. And then um, the stones is something that we've never done before. It's stone carry 15 feet and then over bar right and it's heavy stones like when we've done stone carries and training before it's they're like usually pretty light they're pretty they're, they're relatively light for what we they're light pick. for our weight right that we normally do it's like you know 60 percent of our max or something right like that. so this one the heaviest stone i've ever loaded at nova was 225 and today i was at the edge which is a different strongman gym in the area and they i was supposed to be practicing with a 205 for the contest but the like the closest that they had was a 216 yeah yeah so it's like almost to what my max was and i was doing it in a trio and i was carrying it 15 feet (laughs) so i was like i don't know if this is gonna happen or not but it totally did and i did it twice and um yeah so on the second round he did it in 38 seconds or something which was it was a good time for me so um yeah I I did a bunch in training and um it's kind of cool I mean we know a lot of people up there yeah well like it's totally different so the strongman community is small like a lot of people say CrossFit's a small world and I was like oh you want to see a really small world (laughs) and then you get into like these more like niche yeah like niche sports and it's just like man this is really small now. Yeah. So there were a bunch of um, specifically women up there that had been, you know, to contests and stuff that I've seen before and that I'm friends with um, on on the internets. And it was nice to see them. And 
they're not you. They're not. <laughs> they're not my usual crew. Um, quite a, a sassy frassy. <laughs> right. And yeah, at least we don't know. Yeah, and so, I, I, I'm gonna have to push myself with some of the the guys there because there aren't like heavyweight women who are doing what I'm doing there. So um, it'll uh, it'll just it'll teach me to as much as it challenges you. Yeah, exactly. It's just gonna. I'm gonna have to learn to to train a little differently and challenge myself a little differently. And Somehow. It'll, it'll, I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing for me. No, so. I don't know either. I mean, it's exciting. Yeah. I don't know. Sometimes it's like, well, cause I changed a completely different sport. So I felt the same way you feel now. Yeah. It's very interesting to like, be like, Oh man, <laughs> been there. I, I wasn't that. alone. <laughs> it's like I wanted to cry every day cause I wasn't doing what I thought I was going to be doing. <laughs> Um, so some interesting things that have happened since the last time we had our podcast. There was a lot of things like you went away and you did yeah, like that's, art people things. Yeah, that's why it's been so long because normally when we would record, I was in uh, San Francisco at the Ancestral Health Symposium. I did like a full recap of that, um, experience on my other podcast, the paleo view, but interesting to you. Both of the talks that I gave were women's health, and the first one was about why women need carbs from, like, a scientific hormonal perspective. Delicious. Right? I know you'd feel that way. Rice noodle <laughs> soup all the way. Yeah. Um, and then I did a second one on the health benefits of strength training for women, and specifically why explosive movement heavy sports are good for hormone regulation and um, prevention of osteoporosis and metabolic regulation and all those kinds of things. So we actually like went into the science of that. The first one, the carb one is actually published online and I did a post on it on the blog, the Paleo Parents blog, um, like last week. And there's a link, it's like AHS recap and there's a link to the free YouTube video if anybody wants to watch that. And I haven't seen the second one be posted yet, but if it's posted, I'll definitely edit into um, that post. Yeah. So um, I do. I did that. I did smarty pants things. I just was pretending. I just was hanging out with smart people <laughs> and making jokes and being kind of white for them. You were eating good out there. I was <laughs> getting extra jealous. I was like, man. I eat good eating- all the time. Who <laughs> are you kidding? True. That's true. But out there, I was just like, man, look at her fancy coffee at this fancy place. Oh, yeah. They've got really good coffee out there. And, like, everybody has almond milk to make almond milk lattes. I'm like, oh, oh my gosh. Like, I know because Pete's now, which is, like, on my way to work, um, now has almond milk or they have almond milk lattes. And I was just like, thank you. I discovered this on my way home from training today because there's a drive through Pete's, like, to and from the gym because I'm, like, taking a different route, obviously, to a different gym now. And there's all kinds of things. And I'm like, and this and this and this is, <laughs> like, a kid in a candy store on that side of town. And it's so, closer to your nail salon. It's exactly. It's <laughs> totally convenient to my nail salon. And there's, like, a custom chocolate shop on that side of town. And I pass a Whole Foods. So it's, like, all kinds of exciting. Um, anyway. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So what else happened? Um, I felt like there was one more thing that I wanted to tell you about. 
Well, you were... I don't know. Oh, I was on I was on the Girls Gone oh, yeah. podcast. You were on the podcast that... <laughs> that I know you've listened to already, so I won't yeah. recap that. <laughs> but for those interested, you can go listen to me talk about doing strengthy things and um, about self-esteem and body image and all the things that girls <laughs> like to talk about over on the Girls Gone Wad podcast. And um, Viv and I were supposed to record together, but we both completely messed it up. <laughs> we were like, this week has been like the one of the most hectic weeks and in, in training or like my body is just not doing what... I want it to do so I'm getting like extra frustrated and so like I'm focusing extra hard on that and then everything else is just like oh completely forgot that there's a life outside of what's happening right now (laughs) so my body's just so exhausted and my upper back like you say like you have a very strong upper back and my upper back I always feel is extra weak and it's just exhausted I I I take like I think it's hysterical that you think that any part of you is weak because that is ridiculous. I know. I know. Dustin goes, "What do you mean farmers are your weakness?" And I was like, "Because they are." That's I mean, I you are less proficient is. in farmers and stones and yokes than you are proficient in putting any things barbell movement, <laughs> right? Putting things over your head like a barbell or a log. However, you're still like hitting all of the weights. That I'm no, it's just really obnoxious to me because like my body this week is just like a few feels like I got steamrolled and my back hurts and I'm just tired and I'm just like maybe I just need to like to lighten the load and just work on conditioning this week and there just is not worry wrong. about it there's nothing wrong with the deload week yeah it's just like I need to deload like at a serious amount because it's been like heavy close to nationals weight 80% of nationals weights and it's just like ah, which are like my max is at this point but we will see. So are you still going to Vegas? I don't know about that. I don't know. I really, uh, I'm really torn. Like, it's just a busy time of year for me. Right. And then you have the book tour. Yeah. And then I'm going to do a book tour and, um, in no, in the early part of November and nationals is in September. So, okay. um, and, and it's like super, super busy. My job in September. So I haven't purchased tickets yet. Actually, um, one of the women that we train with in the area that's going to Vegas thinks that she might have accidentally purchased an extra ticket. Um, cause she thought like a plane ticket. Yeah. At what? like a super low price. And so she was like, if, my partner can't come with me. Do you want to take her ticket? Cause, um, then if it's like a super cheap ticket and not an expensive ticket to Vegas, yeah, it's going to be harder for me to turn that down. So right we'll now, see. like the, tri- the tickets for Vegas and it's because it's the same weekend as iHeartRadio and all kinds of things are happening in Vegas that same weekend. That right. And it's like at happening. Mr. Olympia. So that in and of itself. Yeah. Is, yeah. It's just like, holy moly. But I really, w- I really want to go just to like see you kick ass and also to know what it'll be like when I kick ass next year. So. Yeah. We'll see. Um, it was just, I, I like, I just, I want to go this year just because like, well, I'm, I got my ticket in, so I'm going to as well just go. <laughs> like, what am I going to do now? Say no? Like, that's crazy. You never know when you're going to get another chance, et cetera, et cetera. I, I know, I know. And I think it's, I think it's, 
awesome. I just, it's my first year of doing any sport ever. Like it's just too much for me, but I, I, I honestly think that you have a chance of making podium and I want to be there. There's only like maybe, I, I didn't see a lot of heavyweight women on the roster, but I think it's because a lot of things are mistyped. Well, also like I've been seeing Alana Casey who is like, um, the middleweight champion right, right now and who um as uh, part of like the lift big eat big community right. um thing she pulled 550 pounds off 20 inch um earlier this week in social media so yeah. it is going to be although although it's like they're title holder and the second runner-up right now aren't going it's right. going to be really interesting show seeing like who well, comes to play like middleweight but she's doing heavyweight. But competing heavyweight. Yeah. 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 It's crazy. So, okay, this answers one of our listener questions. We huh. actually have some listener questions. Awesome. Are you ready? Yes, I'm prepared. Okay, so Lexi from Las Vegas says she just started cross- CrossFit and she's finishing her on-ramp. Um, she says, hey, gals, I'm re- really digging the podcast. <laughs> Thanks, Lexi. Uh, Stacy loves seeing this more relaxed, fun side of you. <laughs> Sorry <laughs> about that, everybody. Um, uh, this is this is, this is just, just the wrong so real side. with you. <laughs> like uh, I like this one. <laughs> so I'm actually not sure this is an appropriate question for the podcast. It is. It's fine. Whatever. Um, in the second e- episode, you guys mentioned the Strongman Nationals. Did I hear correctly that they'll be in Vegas? Yes, you did, Lexi. You totally come see me. <laughs> Any more information on that would be appreciated. I see there's an event here in September at the Convention Center, and I'd love to go, but I don't want to purchase tickets if they aren't going to be any strong women lifting heavy things. Well, Lexi, They're I can tell you, you yeah. will not be disappointed. <laughs> there will be many women lifting many heavy things in September at the Las Vegas Convention Center, where it is also hosting the Miss mr olympia contest and it's also hosting all the uh, masters division so there will be right aren't the dude masters going to be there too yeah dude masters and 231s 231 pros and those guys will be lifting really ridiculous yeah but um the heavyweight women so when i'll be competing is on saturday in september and then the masters women and all the masters are on friday that's what's happening. <laughs> so, um, and then just to kind of extrapolate a little more, all the rest of the weight classes will be in Reno in October. Right. So, um, if we're, this is the first year that if you're interested in Strongman, that Strongman Nationals is being broken up, there's just, I guess, more people than there usually is. And in order to accommodate everybody, they split it up into two sessions. So, um, most of the women are Are in September, specifically the heavyweight women and the masters. Right. Um, So the people that we know are in that division. And then there's also October um, in Reno and that's for like our coach and lightweight women and a bunch of other people. And it's like, it's interesting because you're like, Oh cool. It's going to be in Vegas. And the other part of you is just like, Oh, I got to stay out of trouble until I lift things. Well that and like, you're like the rest of my team that I train with is not gonna be here. Yeah. <laughs> so I to answer your question, I don't know. I I keep waffling back and forth, but I don't have a plane ticket, and I did reserve a hotel. So <laughs> like, there's there, who knows. Well, you we um, can always transfer that room to me. I haven't gotten a room yet. Yeah, well, that's a, what I figured. Yeah. I can cancel up to like 
24, 48 hours beforehand, but I didn't want the blocks to fill at the low rate. And so right. I actually reserved two rooms. So Two rooms? Yeah. Because I wasn't sure if I was going to compete. I wanted a room for That's Mike, true. our trainer. So anyway. Um, okay. Next question. Are you ready? Yes. All right. So Jenna from Austin, Texas. Awesome city, by the way. They have a lot of awesome things in the Texas. In the Texas? Well, yeah. They have a lot of big things in the Texas, and they have a lot of awesome things in the Austin. The Austin is pretty ridiculous. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Um, So Jenna says that she lifts with a trainer two times a week. She does yoga or runs another one to three times a week, depending on her life. Jenna's definitely... I don't understand anybody who voluntarily runs run. more power to you. I don't get it. Good on you. I cannot I run. There is no. Well, My running is like 120 feet with something heavy. That's that's all I got. Most 120 feet. All right. So Jenna, who's awesome and can run, <laughs> unlike us, says, what do you mean by accessory work so in the last um episode number two we talked about doing accessory work in addition to our um bigger more main movements and so she just wants us to extrapolate on that once you once you go for it crossfit certified <laughs> lady so friend work is stuff that like supports your major movement so like with the deadlift you would do good mornings just to support and like stretch out and and basically focus on parts of the bigger picture so or glute ham raises yeah glute ham raises would also help with the deadlifts um it's just to yeah i mean focus on main parts of your body or like smaller parts that contribute to the big picture so it's like all the little things that you do before and after working yeah. out it's like the things that you don't really want to do but have to be done so yeah, like- you know, ring rows, push-ups, pull-ups, you know, doing things with bands, doing things with dumbbells. Dumbbell stuff, uh, you know, pull-ups, which are the worst, or chin-ups. <laughs> but as <laughs> much as we don't like doing those things, they really contribute to making the big movements yeah. like heavy presses um, be more powerful when you, you know, you work all those muscle groups that support the movement. Right. So it's just supporting movements, basically, at the end of the day. Um, cool. So I have one more question. It's kind of a biggie. Okay. <laughs> Hold on to your panties. All right. Christy from Western Australia, which, by the way, I love that, what? like, podcasts have no limits. Um, yeah. I was like, wait, dude, what? <laughs> so, Christy, I won't read the whole big long um backstory here i will tell you that she plays roller derby high five um she has tried crossfit but she hates running and box jumping high five too (laughs) and she has a big love for lint dark chocolate with a hint of sea salt delicious so she's part of our cool kids club Um, and she says that she um is loving the podcast awesome we love it when it starts to compliment and um, she says, okay, 
Hi, ladies. I'm loving the podcast, and episode two was like a light bulb moment for me. I've been following Stacy for a while, thanks to my interest in paleo, and I've become intrigued, kind of stalkerishly, obsessively, more accurate. No problem. <laughs> that's what that's what Instagram's for for that's public true. stalking. Um. By strong woman, thanks to Stacy's awesome, honest sharing on the blog and Instagram. And then I got Viv's Instagram, and it made me think, yeah, I should have a crack at that. Sounds like my kind of bag. <laughs> um, anyway, I just thought of it as something I'd like to maybe do one day, but then Stacy mentioned the Derby girl who just got up and gave it a crack at the competition. I thought, time for action. So no one in my town does strong man that I know of, but there seem to be a few dudes who do it. Because money is tight at the moment. I love to get started at building strength and a few basic moves. Uh, few basic skills before I rock up to bro town and ask them to train me. How much do you love this girl? Um, time for my actual question. What sort of strength training activities do you recommend to get me started? As I mentioned, I have access to fairly decent home gym and I'm happy to supplement it with a few more pieces if need be. You want to take a first crack? Uh, barbell movement basics would be my first thing. I think because just because of the way, and what are barbell basic movements? Well, I would do four strongman specifically, a strict press, a deadlift, and then two Olympic movements would be the clean or just the clean and the jerk. So those would be my four just if I wanted to get a, a good base for strongman with the barbell. I would say that a powerlifting base is also really helpful. Yeah. Like, or in the squat, obviously. Squat. Yeah. So I would add squat <laughs> to that and I would add bench press to that. Although we don't bench press very often, we do a variety it, of pressing. Like we do it, press every week and usually it's something different. So it's strict press, it's Z press, it's Viper press, it's bench press, you know, the, especially for women, like press, yeah press is the hardest for us like all of us we we all think it's our goat um so the more you can do to press and and change it up and make it interesting for yourself the better um i would personally recommend checking out startingstrongmanmap.com if you're specifically interested in um finding strongman activities um you can also just kind of google around you know strength training or strength and conditioning or even now a lot of crossfit boxes shockingly um I found this out earlier this week, are offering strongman programs. Now, it's geared a little more towards CrossFit in that it's a lot of conditioning, um, but they would teach you with a coach over top of you a lot of the interesting implements that are in strongman that aren't in CrossFit, and they would coach you on how to do them. So that could be a really good uh, base foundation before you kind of do it by yourself in your home gym, as we recommended earlier in the podcast, when you're taking up a sport like this, especially when you're lifting really heavy, I personally find it much, I find more confidence in having someone around to spot me when I'm doing heavy things. And I also like having someone just watch me to shout at me to put my head through when I'm pressing and all the things, the cues that I kind of need to hear to remind myself. So if you can find something where there's other people around, I would, I would really recommend that more than just purchasing more stuff for your home gym. Um, I mean, after a year, I'm looking into doing my own home gym, but I'm still like going to do it with Matt and it's still, I'm still going to supplement with, 
you know, having event days in rooms with people who can push me and do things. Right. So, well, cause like even when you and I train, like, or at least have a training partner with you, because it's, it's definitely not the same when you're training by yourself. And no, even, Viv and I push much harder when we see the other one doing something. <laughs> like it's really bad. Like sometimes <laughs> it's just not smart, but most of the time it's more like, okay, uh, your butt's not getting far back enough just and yelling at each other, just keep on moving, go, go, go. Um, especially when we're lifting and just pushing through like a heavy set of squats or something like that. Um, but yeah, like Stacy says, at least have it at, I would at least try to have a training partner there just because once you start doing a lot of those power lifting type movements and, um, you kind of want to make sure that you're safe when you're doing that and not just going all crazy town solo in, in your garage. (laughs) For sure. Um, but yes, I think people who have a derby background, you guys are like made for strong men. <laughs> most True. most of those women are built for it, um, just because they're they're thicker and more muscular, and um, not that you have to be thicker to to be strongman, but they're no, usually but built in that kind of way with like right. you know good thighs and and that kind of thing. So I think it would be an awesome shift if you can make that work. Yeah, or yeah, you have squatting thighs and. You guys are just tough already, and all I do is touch a barbell, and you guys are, like, tackling each other. <laughs> totally. I have <laughs> such respect like, for roller derby girls. I mean, it's yeah, like, I'm just like, no, my teeth. <laughs> exactly. It's something when I'm like, you know, my kids aren't little, and um, I have better life insurance. <laughs> it's something I'll get into. Well, it's really funny, too, because I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll get bruised by a barbell. But if I get bruised by another person, I'm just like, no. <laughs> an elbow versus like 225 pound back squat like whatever if i get bruised somehow it'll be fine (laughs) yeah um so those are the questions that i have pulled aside for today i thought that we could maybe do like a little our recommendations on how to start um strength training in general not just the sport of strongman Um, because a lot of the feedback that I got from people was just through social media. So I didn't get like the formal submission via email. If you're listening now and you have a question, I encourage you to go to the contact form on the blog and actually submit a question because then it's saved in my email and I don't lose it. But, um, so a lot of the social media things that I'm seeing from people and the questions that I got on the girls gone wad podcast had a lot more to do with like, Basic strength. (laughs) Basic kind of questions, how to get started, um, you know, things to consider when starting. And um, we kind of talked about a lot of those things in the first episode that we said we were going to touch on a bunch of them. Um, But I think for me, um, I have several posts on the blog that I would encourage everybody to go read and check out, including like when I started CrossFit and then when I realized that I wanted to be strong and I switched to Strongman. And then I also did a recap on what a year of strongman looks like recently that kind of links back to all those posts and kind of recaps my year of strongman and gives some recommendations. Um, I think what's really interesting right now is that there is definitely a boom and a growth in the women strength and conditioning. Um, I'm so excited about it. It's unreal. It's so awesome. And I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm. I know that I'm playing like this tiny, tiny piece of the puzzle. We are playing like this tiny, tiny piece of the puzzle. Right. But I'm so thrilled to be able to contribute to right. 
like be a tiny piece and not a piece at all (laughs) right and 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 to know that like that piece that i'm doing the effort that that we're putting forth is like making a difference and people are getting inspired and they're trying things out and they're getting outside their comfort zone i mean one of the things that happened when we did the AHS presentation for the benefits of strength training for women with Stephanie Godro of Stupid Easy Paleo, who also does the Paleo Athlete. Um, I know that not everybody who listens to the podcast is Paleo, but I would highly encourage every strength training woman to follow Stephanie just because she used to be a science teacher and she's filled with all kinds of amazing knowledge and um is really inspiring and she's an Ole lifter. So she qualified for the AO this year and, um, she's really great. And so Stephanie did this poll with her followers where she asked them to talk about the benefits that they've seen and what keeps them coming back to strength training. And it was like off the charts, how much people were more interested in being empowered and feeling confident and feeling good about themselves than they were about like getting to a size. Yes. (laughs) And it was like, holy cow, like we are, we're making a difference and it might not be enough for like the whole world, but like, but it's enough for it's out the there. world and that's fine. Exactly. And so and I love it because like, it's funny as like a CrossFit coach, when women first come in, it's, it's very interesting to watch them go from, I want to be a size six to, I want to be able to clean 200 pounds. Yeah. It's like, it's like, whoa. Last year this time, you were like, I want to be in this size pants. And now they're just like, I don't care. I just want to be able to lift this bar. <laughs> <laughs> it's like very cool just to be like, your perspective on health has completely changed. And that's really exciting. Yeah. And I, th- I think that's exactly right what you said, that their perspective on health has changed. And I think that's what um, – is amazing for me that this movement is doing for women is helping them understand that it's not about like um the way they look but it's about the way they feel both mentally and physically and that is really what health is is like if you look up the definition of health in the dictionary it's like a measure of the way that you feel and the the measure that of the way your body feels nowhere under the health description does it say you know, BMI model. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So, um, for those people who are interested, you know, there's such a broad spectrum of people who are really interested in, you know, strength training because they have an autoimmune condition or they have some health condition that prevents them from doing excessive cardio or they have adrenal fatigue or whatever it is, but that, you know, lifting heavy things is not too much on their system. And then, then there's also people who, you know, come into it wanting to be a size six. But then there's also people who come into it wanting to get really big and bulky. So, you know, it's it, it's kind of interesting for us to, to give a perspective on, like, how to get started and what to do. Well, it really depends on, you well, know, what you want. What, what you are your interests? Well, it's funny, too, because, like, I at least since I started Strongman, now coming from CrossFit, I feel like my weight has gone up, which is, like, still, I have a vagina. It's still obnoxious. <laughs> Okay. It's, it is. You look at it and you're just like, I want to cry out the tears. And then I put on my clothes and I was like, but this doesn't look half bad. This doesn't look half bad. I want to cry all the tears. Yeah. Well, that's why I threw away my skill. Although when I weighed in for the, um, contest in Roanoke, I was like, (gasps) 
not it's not the one at home it's the one when you have to weigh in for a contest and you're just like i hate why is this happening i'm like i'm a heavyweight why do you care what i weigh not only that it's just like why why does somebody else have to witness this with me (laughs) but yeah it's kind of funny but like like the other i think my body composition is changing so much just because of yes i'm i'm heavier than i was but my body's not it doesn't feel like it looks the way i perceive it it used to look at this weight so that's why i measure i mean i got to a point where i was like obsessively measuring every day and matt had to take away the measuring tape but it really helps me kind of ground myself into the things that matter so i can tell that like you know if i'm losing inches in my waist and i'm gaining inches on my thighs that's because i'm adding muscle and and losing fat hopefully so um that's helpful for me because i've been in the same size pants for the last year but they fit me completely completely different yeah you're you're like have so like too much ass for the pants this is my problem it's like the size the thighs are such a problem thigh and ass in the pants region is like terrible and i don't understand who it's not terrible it's beautiful they just aren't making the pants right right i mean like it's just like i feel like my legs are sausages and i'm just like "Mm, let's stuff you into this casing and go sit at a desk all day i've become like i i literally have changed my wardrobe so that when i'm not at work all i'm wearing is athleta (laughs) <laughs> like period I wear, I wear dresses all the time at work now and then yes and gonna, then i'm not gonna deal with pants anymore i'm just like they don't make pants for people with actual legs yes and, and then like, in the office it's only and i'll be specific it's not just a dress it's like stretchy dresses because oh yeah, i live the stretchy life i totally do because like i have such a tapering of giant upper back and shoulders into like a big boobs small waist and then the hips and thighs flare again and so like there is no fitted dress in the world that i've ever found that looks remotely decent so it's basically like all doesn't look like extra vulgar at work because we're we are not in the itty bitty titty committee (laughs) (laughs) so it is extra vulgar sometimes i'll put something on and i'm like this used to fit why are my boobs popping out matt's like it's totally fine you can wear that (laughs) i know because you're you don't think about it until you're like at the office and then you're looking at yourself in the mirror and you're like is this too vulgar for the office because you could see my tits kind of (laughs) what most i think like and like you do more push-ups and accessory crap and like benches and all of a sudden them suckers come up and you're just like wow well and (laughs) your muscles are helping them like fight gravity the rumor (laughs) is that for women you start strength training and you lose breast tissue because breast tissue is fat and maybe for some people (laughs) that's true but all of the women that i've talked to and this is why we have a podcast right because there's like this anecdotal mythical information out there like when you start you know exercising your breasts will get smaller okay fine that's i don't know who's saying that but somebody's (laughs) saying that somewhere because somebody told me that and then when my breast cup size went up and my band size went up and your band size goes up yeah and i had like in like a back and you're just like well shit i had a mental breakdown my entire bra all of my bras yes (laughs) what these are not cheap one (laughs) (laughs) well i had like a mental breakdown because for me i'm like that's a really good measure of my 
like maintaining my weight, right? Like I, my breasts are so large. I have a G cup. So like I am so busty that if I go up or I go down, it's usually an indication of weight loss or weight gain for me. And so when none of my bras were fitting right, like they didn't seem like they'd gotten too small. They just didn't fit right. And I went to like the specialty store that only sells the things that I need because, you know, Target is not an option. Um, (laughs) And so three Target bras and you can have one. (laughs) Yeah, no. (laughs) So I go there and I'm like getting, you know, fitted by the chick and the chick's like looking back at my history and she's like, you know, what's fascinating is that you're body shape has changed. Like she could tell by the European versus the American sizes and the types of brands that I was using that like it hadn't actually gotten bigger. It just was like fitting me completely differently. Yeah. And we had around. Yeah. And I had more tissue to like stuff in the cup because there's more muscle behind it in like the pec region. And then all of a sudden your side boob is a thing. Yes. Yes. It was definitely a thing. And now all of a sudden like Oh, now because you have back muscles, it's pushing your side boob like really out there. Yeah, it's it's vulgar. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So like, like I said before, I wear multiple things. Like I wear this giant sports bra. If people are interested, I don't, I'm this, it is unbelievable to me how many people ask me what kind of sports bra I wear. I wear a panache sports bra. It's the same kind of regular bra that I used to wear that doesn't fit me anymore. But the panache underwire sports bra is the only thing that works for me. And then I, I tried also, it on. It's, it's a nice bra. It's, right. it's like the, it it's like the you know, Porsche of bras. It's not cheap. It's true. But it's you can get fitted someplace locally at like Nordstrom's or a special specialty shop. And then I actually buy mine on Amazon for what that's Oh, do for. you? Yeah. Oh, look at you. Fancy. That is fancy. Now I know. Now I and then to- I also wear like a camisole with a shelf that like Athleta defines as being super supportive <laughs> in conjunction really with that funny. sports bra. Well, and, like, you, like that's the kind of shirt that I wear, like, if I'm going to be around the house and no one's going to see me. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that they mean, like, for bigger girls. Yeah. But in conjunction with, like, a good sports bra, that'll... That'll keep that'll keep the ladies pinned down a bit, but it's I mean, it's, it's still awkward for like stones and deadlifts stones and things. And deadlifts and like, oh, do you know what? I, it's the continental clean. <laughs> it's like they're okay. So the continental clean is not anything like a regular barbell clean, which is just bringing the bar from the ground up to your collarbones, basically, or your chest or your shoulders. The continental clean is kind of like skipping the bar across your body. Well, my body is not a board. I have speed bumps, aka boobs. So I don't know how many times I've gotten the bar to my stomach and then skipped it right to above my boobs. And they're like resting on my boobs and pulling it down like 200 pounds pulling down on my boobs. I'm just like, I hate everyone right now. Let me just get this clean. I I don't know how many women that I've seen do stones who don't wear like a fitted top shirt. Yeah. And then when the stone comes up, like the tacky sticks to their shirt and their shirt comes up and it's like, it's a little show, you know. Yeah, it's it's not it's a show the way they intended. It's like, like once you start lifting, you don't realize how much your boobs just like play into everything. Yeah, well, it's <laughs> fascinating because, like, I've been we've been talking about 
the speed bumps being a problem and different right. kinds of movements for a long time. And I was working on my log press on Friday night and um, I'm at a new place with different people that I'm not used to being around. And they like were suggesting that I use my boobs in a good way to like keep the log up. And I was like, huh, I never really thought about it like that before. Well, yeah. <laughs> you know, like I don't, I don't quite know what to do with that information. Yeah, my mind's just, just trying to blown. avoid pain. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I should use them as a shelf. Okay. I'll try like, to figure literally. that out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. So, um, all right. So these are the kinds of things that you'll need to consider when you start strength training, not to yeah. scare people off, but like, I am super, proud of my upper back and like my tapered waist. This is, I have been, um, like clinically obese since I was a teenager. So it's a really big deal for me to like turn that apple shape into something else. And it's a long time coming, right? Like I've been crossfitting or doing strongman for a year and a half, but at the same time, you know, seeing myself have a silhouette and not just, you know, be round everywhere is very exciting. And, um, yeah, so that's exciting. Although we, we tell you that your boobs will get in the way and that, you know, your pants won't fit. But that's like a, like small thing, speaking, like the worst thing you're giving up is button down shirts. Like, trust me, that's a good thing. Nobody, nobody wanted to wear those anyway. It's not like I could wear a button down shirt before. So it's not like, Oh yeah, I'm going to miss the button down shirt. I think more for me, because uh, I've never been a small, skinny person. For for being Asian too, that's really difficult <laughs> because everyone around you like this tiny little stick, and I'm just like, nope, that's not me. I'm not doing it. So um, going from being wanting to be that to now wanting to be as strong as I can humanly push myself, <laughs> and then trying to figure out like it's just it's funny to go from CrossFit to Strongman because my goals have changed a little and it's just my goals then were I wanted to be faster because I was strong enough to be a CrossFitter um but now I just want to be strong and my my speed now is changing it's very interesting I don't know like whatever your goals are for your health and your fitness and what makes you happy is what you should do. I mean, I started from, (laughs) I did P90X (laughs) from P90X. I did CrossFit for years. And then I, I found I was good at strongman by doing a contest for the first time without touching an implement. So, you know, you touched the implement the day before. That's true. I touched an implement the day before. But, you know, like everyone has their own little thing. Like I could never, that's not true. I have not done roller derby yet, but there is serious potential. (laughs) Yeah, I can totally see us being roller derby buddies in the future. (laughs) But like, you know, whatever makes, whatever floats your boat. If you want to do yoga and run, by all means. I mean, I'm not going to be there with you, but please go ahead. Do those things. (laughs) Okay. What else for for starting? I think, you know, when we say things like, you know, find a good gym. Yeah. How would someone or, go about doing that and then how would someone evaluate it? I think for me, finding a good gym is finding a place where 
Well, for me, it's not the gym, it's the coach. So because I've gone a while without one and with one, that it's, I, I prefer to follow my coach. And it's really funny because, um, I prefer to have somebody that I can convert, like have a coach that I can talk to and be like, okay, this is what I did. This is what my body's feeling like and having kind of like an open conversation to my programming. Um, but I think it's your preference on coaches. A lot of, because of the way I coach, I yell a lot. (laughs) So (laughs) I do. And it's just like, and and not everyone likes that and that's great but you need to find what kind of personalities motivate you so I've had a coach before that he would never yell but he would make you feel so guilty because he'd walk up behind you and whisper you need to do another rep and just walk away and just stare at you and I'm just like I'm so guilty right now I don't know what I did (laughs) so I mean it's like your personal preference on what your coach is coach um, what you or how you like to be coached, I think is for me what I look for when I look for um, starting training a new sport because I had the option when I started. So at least a strong man. Yeah. Um, and I think finding a good gym that yeah. you feel comfortable in too, you know, I think um, this is a really difficult decision for me to switch gyms. I think uh, a lot of people will probably be really shocked to hear that. But um, you don't switch gyms lightly. In a community this small, it's not really easy for you to switch gyms. It's, I mean, and we and here in Nova, the community, like the world, is really small anyway because everything's all condensed in this one little space. Yeah. So it's just kind of funny because the people like it's impossible to take that kind of thing lightly because it does affect your life and everyday things you do. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I would say, you know, things to consider are, you know, are there classes? Is there programming? What kind of equipment do they have? And if there are classes and if there are, if it's just open gym, you know, what does your access to that equipment look like? You know, if it's 10 people and one piece of equipment, like one farmers or one yoke, it's going to take you a lot longer to work out because you're going to have to wait for everybody to have a turn before you have a second turn. And, you know, things like that. If you don't have an option and you just have one strength and conditioning gym or one barbell club or even one, you know, globo gym that you're making it work with, by all means, like do what you need to do. But if you, if you do have an option and you're, you know, hopping around and you're looking at things, especially CrossFit gyms, like there are so many CrossFit affiliates right now. And because it's trendy, um, I think people see dollar signs in their eyeballs and they think of it as an opportunity to make money right. rather than kind of really investing in good coaching, good programming, and making sure that the people who are doing those very difficult, very strenuous CrossFit wads are being taken care of. And so, right. you know, if you're not offered a foundationals class, if you're not, you know, getting one-on-one care from a coach that you know, clearly demonstrates to you that they know what they're talking about when they're coaching you on movements, then I would say that you should keep looking. Like, I just feel like there's so many CrossFit gems nowadays that you if have you're not for like, I mean, you, you have to consider like CrossFit isn't CrossFit memberships are not cheap. They aren't like they're notoriously expensive. <laughs> And, and it's uh, worth driving an extra five minutes or paying an extra 20 bucks a month to exactly. be really comfortable and not worry about your own safety. 
Yeah, you sh- like that is number one too. Like for me, like I've always coached at gyms where they offer foundation or like I've always been at a gym where I've had to teach foundation. So I, you shouldn't have to go into your first CrossFit class after your free class, whatever their gimmick is, um, to be like, okay, this is how I learn how to do a deadlift without breaking my back and, um, so on and so forth. So like a good CrossFit gym or a good gym in general, you'd have to consider that like safety as a huge thing. <laughs> it shouldn't be like a tiny little thing like, oh yeah, they also have safety. <laughs> <laughs> and if, if all you have around you is a CrossFit gym and you're more interested in heavy things, I think it would be really worth either a visit or a call to that box owner or gym and tell them like, I'm interested in, you know, the strength side of it. Do you have a barbell club or, you know, are you interested in getting the strongman CrossFit affiliation insert? Because, you know, sometimes all an owner needs is, first of all, they might already have it and you don't know. And second of all, it might be something they're considering and they thought that they didn't have a membership who was interested in it. And so, you know, if you call up somebody and say, you know, I'm really interested in X, Y, or Z, um, it's possible that they could either already have it as an option for you or might be interested in getting it as an option for you. Or a lot of these gyms offer personal training as well. And so you can forgo CrossFit altogether and just work with someone on strength. the movements and strength that we've talked about that we really think, you know, you need that foundation to know what to move and how to move it. And that person will spot you because they're working with you one-on-one or in a small group or whatever the case may be. So... Uh, the other question that I get from people all the time is about cost because it is expensive. Um, and I will say the same thing. Like if you really can't afford it, calling up and talking to the coaches and the gym owners and saying, Hey, you know, this is something that I really want to do. It's really important to me. I can't afford it right now. Do you have any tasks or jobs that you need done around the gym that I can trade for membership? And, you know, they might be looking for someone to watch kids. They might be looking for someone to clean. They might be looking for, you know, I think is a big one. Yeah. Cleaning is a big one. Um, you know, doing, um, like carpentry or odd man jobs, handyman jobs. Um, if you have any of those kind of skills, even if you're good with like website and graphics and offering to help them start a blog and do all that kind of stuff, like if you're a savvy person and can offer them some sort of service, most of these small business gym owners are going to be happy to trade you for that. Right. Especially if it's just for membership and like to you, when you say it's expensive, you have to really, I mean, I know sometimes people say it's expensive and it's really just because they don't want to put that investment into that money or that money towards specifically going to a gym, which is funny to me because I always get, because I'm still like a lot lot of my friends are still coming out of college and they're just like, well, that membership is like super expensive and yada, yada, yada. And I'm like, but you're still going out and drinking. So priorities is definitely, yeah. I mean, for me, it's just like, it's an investment in yourself. Like (laughs) in as much as it's expensive, well, don't go broke trying to go to the gym. Like that's a little crazy town. But if I prioritize, I guess for me, I prioritize it as, I have to be able to go to the gym or I'm going to be a bitch to everyone. So, <laughs> so, you know, like I'm just really saving everyone's life at this point. <laughs> it's my therapy. 
Well, and also, you know, I've posted a couple of blog posts about this on the on the website in relation to making paleo affordable, but it's the same thing for making CrossFit affordable. Part of that is just really prioritizing how you're spending your budget. Like Matt and I don't live in as big of or as nice a house as we could afford because we choose to buy grass-fed, organic, sustainable meat and organic vegetables. And we choose to spend a majority of our budget on like food and exercise. And we don't drive a brand new car because it's important to us to have money in our budget to spend on these sort of things that we prioritize so that our long-term health um, and happiness and wellness long down the line are maintained and we're not, you know, sacrificing our later years in order to, you know, eat junk and not exercise now. So it takes a long time. Like we didn't get there mentally until after we had kids and we're kind of like looking at our life and saying, you know, what's more important, like, getting this brand new car or being able to like live a long time for our kids. Um, but I think if people can try to reframe their mind about what's really important for them, it can help them figure out a way to make things work in their budget or work for the company that, you know, you want a membership for like where there's a will, there's a way. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Cool. Well, unless you have any other suggestions on that, I think we can call it a show. We answered questions, we talked about a general topic, and we caught up. Look at us go. It's like a real thing we're doing here. What? This is a thing? (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes. Yeah. Um, Good stuff. I missed you today. It's good to hear from you. Yeah, it's really weird not seeing you at least once a week. <laughs> I am going to so definitely be posting like two or three weeks. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be posting badass videos of myself doing heavy shit to inspire you. I know because it's going to really piss me off. So <laughs> it is. It's going to be like, oh fuck, now I got to lift. So you're coming to my contest on Saturday, right? Well, yeah, because I'm I'm actually doing the scoring. Um, sheets for it right now so okay. i'll be there and nikki's gonna be there yeah well we'll see i hope so because i think it would be awesome if she is but i think today she pulled the log and it, she wasn't feeling it so she's just like i don't know hmm. so hopefully she's there that'd be awesome if she is well our buddy nikki nicole you need to be there <laughs> and shout out to nikki my sister wife um, it's so cute because Nicole is like our biggest fan, even though we like know her in real life. <laughs> She's always like, oh my gosh, your new podcast is up. I can't wait to listen. <laughs> so She's the best. She indeed is quite awesome. And I hope that we can um, kick some major booty and have fun on Saturday. If you are even remotely in the vicinity of the D.C. metro area, what do they call this thing? Like capital something. There's like a name for it, but Northern Virginia. DMV, the D.C. metro area. Yeah. Um, So if you are within that region, it's only five bucks to come and spectate. And there's cash only door prizes aplenty i got so many vendors signed up for this thing there's like can i get a door prize even though i'm volunteering i mean maybe you might be able to purchase a (laughs) raffle ticket or something i don't know but there's crazy awesome raffle prizes door prizes from so many awesome vendors hold on i'm gonna pull it up because otherwise i'm gonna forget all the different vendors so um 
Pete's Paleo is donating 25 pounds of bacon. So there's 25 people who would win. So every single person, if you place first in a novice or first and second in an open division, you get a pound of bacon. Out-of-the-box bakery is a paleo big bakery place around here, and they are bringing goodies for um, spectators as well as contestants. Oh, my gosh. I'm extra jazz now. <laughs> <laughs> Carrot cake muffins are really good from there. Um Okay, so then there's Exo Protein Bars, the people that use cricket flour. So it's kind of like a lar bar, but I actually oh. think it tastes better, and they use cricket protein. I think I need to try that. You I do? Well, see, I was going to say, you can get one from my bag, but we, you you are not around my bag. <laughs> <laughs> like, first I'd have to navigate through the bags. So yeah. I'd be like, uh, this is not a thing. I'm yeah, not your dirty socks that. and your knee <laughs> sleeves are really gross. Uh, so the ladies lift here community is something that everybody listening to this podcast should really check out. I think it's ladiesliftier.com. They're also big on Facebook. It's like a group of women who all talk about these sort of things in a, you know, Facebook kind of forum. And they're also, um, starting up like more of a business type feel through their website and they'll have a table there as well. I'm super excited about that because the lady that runs it's super cool. Um, <laughs> let's see. Strength shop donated two logs for the log press medley. So it's a strength shop log press medley. Super excited. Um, did you try the 12 and a half log today? No. Well, cause nationals training, I'm not touching mm. things that I don't need to touch. I think it was, it was really interesting, and it doesn't cut into your arm the way the other 12-inch one does. So it's it's a nicely done log. Nice. I think I might need one here for the house, actually. Um, Socksbox, who's been like a longtime partner with Paleo Parents, I am obsessed with their socks, and I wear them all the time, have given a whole bunch of, I think, strongman socks. Um, Inzer, the people who make like the phenomenal... Huh? Your belt? Yeah, my belt, The like, they make phenomenal belts. They make, like, the lever belts, if you're into that, that's what I have. They make the two-prong um, hard belts that most, uh, like, most everybody else wears. Um, they gave gift certificates to their websites to all the top um, placements. Victory Belt Publishing, my publisher, has donated, like, seven of their top fitness and health books, including like Supple Leopard and um, I'm trying to think of what yeah, the new... some serious like prize packages. No, ser- like serious prize packs. Like this is not a joke. These are serious. Like, and these are not just for contestants. These are also for um, people who come and spectate. So the last couple of ones, I know you thought I was done, but I'm really not. Um, <laughs> the maca team is the people that make the Maka's... Um, Superfood is what they call it, but it's like a real food supplement. It's made out of a root, and it um, is an androgenic is what I think they call it, um, where it, like, uh, helps your sex hormones, whatever sex you are. And um, if you're not familiar, your fitness and strength is actually directly tied to your your (laughs) sex hormones um and that is what the talk that's free on my website uh hpg hpt and hpa access is actually on so if you're interested in a little geekery on that topic feel free to check it out and i have a recipe on my website for a dairy-free mocha protein shake that uses um maca and i use maca and gelatin and egg white protein in an almond milk smoothie almost every day and um a couple more 
I know it's crazy, right? This is the longest list ever. Ever. I'm just like, can I get in on this situation? No, I'm really glad you're not competing. (laughs) (laughs) I know you are, but I'm just like, but I want to win this. I know. And Life is RX has um, given, uh, I think, gift certificates. But those are the people that make the shirt that Matt wears all the time that people love that says, my girl's stronger than you. I mean, they make a bunch of different really awesome things. But um, we get asked about that shirt all the time because Matt wears it and people love it. So... Um, if you like that shirt, that's from Life is RX, and they have donated either gift certificates or clothes. I can't remember. And oh, then, yeah, and then there also um, is AMRAP, which um, are the people that make the new egg white protein bars that I psychotically love. Do you remember I let you try one yeah, of yeah. those, like, um, prototypes? Yeah. And um, they also gave some T-shirts and stuff. And then last but not least is this local guy called Stretch stretch moves i think he's kind of like a rosty um and he'll be he'll be touching and feeling everybody there making them feel good so there's a not in an awkward way (laughs) yeah i mean i always have like hip pain halfway through a contest and so it is awkward (laughs) can you just dig into my hip right here please thanks Uh, oh you're gonna get a little close to my groinular region (laughs) it'll be fine it'll be fine (laughs) it'll be totally fine just make this feel better please i don't know i mean after having three children like i'm not even remotely shy about anything anymore i'm like it's fine you let me pull down my pants. You good? <laughs> cool. So, um, if you're interested in coming and watching me kick ass and take names, meeting awesome Nikki and Viv at the contest, um, <laughs> if you want to try to win some of those fantastic door prizes, all of that is possible. This Saturday, August 23rd, starts at 10 a.m., but it'll probably go to like at least two o'clock, if not four o'clock, or something like that, because there's 70 people. So uh, yeah, hopefully, gonna... like I, we're all banking on it running smoothly. So yeah, so we'll see. I know everybody's planning on you know having two lanes running at once and all that kind of stuff to make sure it's efficient. But that that is this Saturday. So as soon as you hear this, go and run to the show. <laughs> that that's what I got. Next week I'll talk about that contest <laughs> and how it was completely ridiculous that I did two contests in one month. <laughs> and then, yeah, let's talk about that. Listen, I wasn't sure I was going to get my ticket, and so I was like, I'm going to make sure that I get my invitation to nationals, and I'm going to do two shows in case I don't win my invitation with the first one and then now that i have my first one and i've like done all this work and supported this event i'm like oh man i have to actually do it do it (laughs) and then i'll be talking about the other side like you know where i won't be having a panic attack about scoring or anything like that i can't wait to hear it from your perspective like (laughs) i hope that you have like the spanish football like approach to everything and she's lifting (laughs) i don't know who's emceeing but it would be really funny if i was (laughs) but i feel like it would not be child appropriate i was gonna say they would have to like get earmuffs for children yes (laughs) I might like slip an F bomb in there and everyone's going to get all up in their feels. Be like, no. Well, my kids will be there, but it's nothing they haven't heard before. Well, I mean, I heard that there was some lady that got arrested in some state because she said the F word in front of her kids. And I'm like, oh, it's a good thing I don't live in that state. (laughs) Excuse? These are my children. Oh, well, you know, I, 
I do not believe in sheltering my children from the real world as much as like I'm not purposely saying it and I'm certainly not like talking badly about other people but like sometimes when I break a glass I'm like shit you know like um and if I were to like be arrested for that that's crazy like that's a word it's a word it's not like you know you only give the word power yeah. When you're just like, ooh. I feel like if a parent were like calling their child names and shaming them in some sort right. of way, then I could maybe understand. But I don't know. Anyway, that's completely <laughs> off topic. Now I'm going to get like 50 hate mail, hate emails about how I shouldn't cuss in front of my children. But uh, well, you know, they're yours. Like you birthed them. I feel like <laughs> <laughs> they're mine to mess up. <laughs> you know, you always. You only got three chances. You know what's really <laughs> cool? The new gem today, Cole came with me. And you know you know, Cole is not yeah. enthusiastic he, about no, anything not. ever. <laughs> He's like the most solemn child that there ever was. Um, people were like trying to he make has, jokes. He like his like sneak peeks where he's just like. Hee-hee. Yeah, sometimes. Other times you're just like, what? And, and you have it's to like catch those on video because you're like, he's oh, so serious. it's the weekly smile. It's come out. <laughs> yeah. He's so serious. So, um, Finn Tell was the oldest. <laughs> yeah. Finn was with my dad today and Finn is usually the one that comes with me and he's like super enthusiastic and loves to work out and hang out with people. And like, he's just, Finn is the life of the party where Finn is like, you know, not like, I, I'm in it. I'm in it. Let's do this. Yeah. Let's be friends. <laughs> so Cole came today and there's like a whole fenced off kids area, like literally fenced off. So he can see into like the main area and he can talk to me without like having to Running be in the middle of everything. Here. Yeah. And there's like a basketball hoop back there and there's a chalkboard wall and there's a TV and there's like all kinds of cool stuff. So he actually like had fun um, coming today, which is very unusual for him. Usually he just complains the whole time and asks when we're going to leave. So right. that was fun. That's awesome. Yeah, they're good people over there. I like them. I like my kids. I like I like my kids to to come and oh. so like well yeah, they're if, learning a lot. Yeah, so I feel, I feel like if it's indirectly, a, but they're totally learning. A lot. <laughs> they learned yeah. that I'm going that I'm very strong. He told me today he's like, "Mommy, you are going to do so good at your competition because you are so strong." And I was like, Oh, yeah. I'm raising you right. (laughs) Some ladies want to hear how pretty there are. I want to hear how strong I am. (laughs) Cool. Well, it's good to catch up with you. I think we've sufficiently podcasted. I think so, too. I'm going to go drool over all of your dad's Vietnamese deliciousness that he made for you today. It was like rice noodles, but with meat on the folded inside the noodles. It was insane. Your your Instagram (laughs) feed lately is making me have all the feels about food. (laughs) Sweet. Sweet. Stay strong, everybody. Lift long and prosper. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) You, You had that one saved up, didn't you? Wait, just because, well, maybe. <laughs> All right. I thought, I thought it would go along. <laughs> I can't do anything better than that. 